Now we're starting. Oh, we're starting now. Yay! Yay. Happy, Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy uh, Krampus Knocked. Happy Krampus Knocked. Hope, hope you get many oranges and few switches across your backside. And run away from those drunken men. Yep. Tearing up the streets. Hey, folks, this is Some Nerds Have a Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Alex. I'm Nick. And I'm Elise. And we have a podcast that you're listening to. We talk about stuff on it. Or you're you listening don't. to it right now. Or you don't, considering the last episode got like one one listen. Woo! <laughs> oh, God, really? <laughs> so oh God. if you're listening to this, Man, we suck at this. This is part two of a very important thing. You should listen to part one. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> don't. I think like the most we've ever had is like 100 listens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Everything's um, fine. Everything's... No two podcasts are not on fire. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun times. So, right. what should we talk about? Video games or politics? Well, let's talk about Krampus Knocked some more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because tonight's Krampus Knocked. Um, oh. What? Are you looking over your shoulder for Krampus? <laughs> I said that and Elise immediately turns to look around. I've been a very bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> so demon's gonna come and take you to hell <laughs> Krampus, knocked. Krampus knocked only if you're like in the alps right yeah, like it's an know. alpen thing yeah, it's it a german thing yeah but i think it, it's, it's specifically it's part of the the yeah i think alex is right as part of the the german the alps so part of germany december 5th is Krampus knocked or Krampus night when men dressed as Krampus drink alcohol, run through hey. the streets, and chase delinquent children around and hit them with sticks. Many anthropologists believe that this tradition is pre-Christian and goes back to pagan mythology. No, this is totally Christian. Yeah, yeah. This is 100% Christ-like. I mean, it's about as Christian as anything else about Christmas. You know what? <laughs> Let's, let's cut down this evergreen tree. They were doing this in ancient Judea, you guys. <laughs> we're, like, we're just next to the potato latkes yeah. that they were doing. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk about those latkes? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. It's the holiday season. It's hey. the holiday season. Now you know what people are interested in for the holidays. Reviewing Hanukkah candles. Reviewing Hanukkah candles. So Alex has lined up for us uh, 12 different Hanukkah candles. So um, over here we have... <laughs> these are some shit that I if, bought from Target. If you don't want the Hanukkah candles spoiled to you, skip ahead to the uh, timestamp in the description of this episode. Uh, but we're, we're like the ones from Target suck. Yeah, so that, that's the one we have this year. And um, okay, so so <laughs> God, he's committing to the bit. Oh my God. Okay, good. so Hanukkiahs do not have a standard size for the candles. So uh -huh. like Hanukkah candles do not have a standard width. So sometimes you gotta whittle them a little bit to get them to fit in the Hanukkiah. Well, normally that's okay, but in this case. You whittle them a little bit, and like the whole bottom falls off, and you've got a wick sticking out the bottom of your candle. Um, and sometimes you say, "Oh, well, we'll just light some uh, wax, you know, kind of wet the wax underneath the candle so it'll fit in there, and that's okay." And then the bottom of the candle starts burning because the wick is exposed, and now you're burning your candle literally at both ends. <laughs> if that's not bad enough, if that's not bad enough, that is if you can get the wick to actually light, because I have had so. a hard-ass time getting these things to actually stay lit. So. For a holiday about a light that is supposed to stay for eight nights, it can barely last eight fucking seconds, is... and I have been dealing with this okay. four days now. Okay, we're putting, we're putting a pause on this episode, because, <laughs> oh my God. because right now we need to all... 
we all need to sit down and we need to start writing draft one of our new holiday special. Uh, the Hanukkah that almost wasn't. Oh my god. Anyway, that's what I've been dealing with for the past four years. Four nights. Oh my god. Only halfway through. Can you can you celebrate on all of Hanukkah with your candles burning at both ends? Will you get through all eight, eight nights? Oh my god. Oh my god, guys. No, no, no. So... So Hallmark Channel is no, now coming out saying. with two new uh, Hanukkah movies <laughs> next year. Not this year, unfortunately. But we should write this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But we recast Alex as an overworked uh, CEO business lady. <laughs> and she has to go to Israel. <laughs> and she meets up with a nice IDF soldier. Oh my god. god. Can this get That's any terrible. more neoliberal? <laughs> yeah. No, no, they they she's, she's going on uh she's going on birthright for Hanukkah. She's too old to yeah. go on no, birthright no, if she's a CEO. That's true. That's a little, you know. Oh no, she inherited the CEO position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's really only yeah, 23. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. No, I'm loving this oh more and more. <laughs> Oh my God! Yes. No, this is this is great. Guys. And she meets uh, she meets a young dashing man, <laughs> and then all of a sudden the infantata starts, and they have to they have to, will they survive? Can love bloom on a battlefield? <laughs> no, but I love I love the the tagline though is Can you survive Hanukkah with your candle burning at both ends? <laughs> So really, there's nothing that's like remaining of the story that we just told, <laughs> nope. other than the tagline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, the tagline. No, no, no. This is great. This is great. We're gonna, we're we'll edit it in post, guys. <laughs> we need to stop right now. We gotta, we gotta write this up, and then we get okay. Before any of you guys leave tonight, we need to register you... our script with WGA with the Writers Guild of America. <laughs> it's only twenty dollars. We got this. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry, uh, that was... Well, now uh, that we've put this out on the podcast for people to listen to, some, some executive's yeah. going to pick this up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Original character, do not steal. <laughs> there, I solved it. Uh, my parents had uh, uh, similar problems, uh, had, had, had similar drama with their advent candles. Oh, yeah? This year, so... That's something else that we co-opted from you. Oh, you have eight times? We have four weeks of penance, bitch. <laughs> Somehow, um, somehow I, ha I I don't know how, but I feel like this is all the fault of the uh, trade sanctions against China. <laughs> Probably. Well, my mom. I mean, no these one... candles are made in Vietnam. The ones well, I was there. Comparing. You go. <laughs> they usually come from China. <laughs> they know how to make Hanukkah candles yeah, in yeah. China. China. This is their first year in Vietnam. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> That's Hanukkah too. They go to the Vietnamese factory. <laughs> You gotta go back to Nam. God, that's so terrible. John Rambo's Hanukkah special. <laughs> Going back to Nam. Gonna get those candles out of that factory, boys. <laughs> you know we have nothing to talk yeah. about. Nothing to talk about. We, we didn't lose the war. I don't know. I've <laughs> the one Hanukkah. The war on Hanukkah. Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. No, my parents. Um, I, I was. I had to witness the Advent candle drama, which was that they. Uh, so Advent 
Yeah, explain, explain, because like I've seen advent calendars and I, I don't, but I don't. Oh, know. advent calendars are some Protestant ass bullshit. Okay, I have no. Right. What, what is an advent so, candle? So then? after the events of Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> uh, meteor falls. There's a whole bunch of children. Who are, no, never mind. <laughs> That's the plot of Advent Children. Never mind. There's I a... think it's been a long ass time. And it didn't make any sense. So I was, I was unfortunately raised Catholic. Um, so. Advent is the four weeks, because uh, we can't have anything fun in Catholicism. Like, we can't have anything that's just, like, pure, like, fucking I, Protestant kids get candy. I mean, apparently someone came up with Krampus knocks, so that yeah, sounds pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was before Catholicism. All the fun things about Catholicism existed before that. That is true. That is Self-flagellation. <laughs> yes, but we perfected it. That, that's true. Um, no, so... Anyway, so instead of getting, like, you know, candy, like the Protestants, you get four weeks of contemplative prayer and trying not trying to be less shitty. Like, that's the, the moral of Advent. Um, but there's a wreath, and there's three, three purple candles, um, which, I shit you not, one of them is called, fuck, it stands for sorrow. Yeah. Um, As it would. So, so while you're looking this up, um, out of curiosity, percentage-wise, as a Catholic, how much of your year is spent in, in contemplative prayer? Oh my god! Like, are you shitting me? <laughs> we have fucking, like, so if there's, there's 40, 40 days, days, there's yeah. 40 days of Lent. So that's what, there's, seven weeks? No, that's yeah, yeah, seven weeks. 40, yeah, so there's seven weeks, and then there's four weeks of Advent. And then there's so, five weeks. There's five weeks of what? Easter, but it's not like you get an Easter basket every week. You just have to go to more church services. Yeah, and then there's Pentecost. <coughs> and then there's Pent- Pentecost. Yeah. Wasn't that a or, character from Pacific Rim? I think what? so, probably. Pentecost? I don't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they're, they're devotional um, candles. One of, them, one of them stands for... Oh, okay. So, so 16 weeks out of 52 of yeah. the year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Like, a legit, like, fourth of our year is just spent in, con- like, a yeah. third is just spent in contemplative prayer. No, uh, in percentage it- of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about it. No. There's also a lot of feast days, okay? And in fairness, you know, if you're doing this, you're probably a medieval peasant and, you know, you're going to uh, die at 26 anyway. Okay, I think, I think it got changed because I remember growing up, one of them was legit, like, sorrow. Um, and now they're saying it's love, peace, and hope, and I'm like, fuck! No, they no, changed no, the religion. Oh no! Yeah, I know. When I wasn't looking, um, <laughs> it also got rid of purgatory. I don't know what's wrong with my my church anymore, but um, but yeah. So the big the big drama around the Adve- Advent candles this year, which was the fact that we live in the fucking South, so my mom can't actually find regular Advent candles, like mm. even less so than Hanukkah candles. So um, she had to go to like the Yankee Candle. <laughs> And she got, um, she had to get, she found three purples and one pink and a white one because you light the white one on uh, Christmas Day. But they're all like really ridiculous smells. Like one of them I think is pink lemonade. (laughs) 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 So like my dad is complaining. He's like, you can't light these Advent candles. I'm going to get an asthma attack. And so they had like this crazy long argument. my mom should like return the advent candles and get new ones um yeah anyway it's fun but you know what you know what What? it's okay because december 25th my family gets fucking wasted that's true (laughs) 
They start at <laughs> a Catholic tradition. Yeah. We start at like eight o'clock in the morning as your opening presents. You get a glass of champagne, <laughs> and then it's just straight on through to four p.m. when you pass out on the couch. <laughs> like, just wow, man! Catholicism is a fucked up religion. <laughs> Anyway, but we, yeah. we're here can to I, talk about your tradition. Well, can I go back to latkes for a second? Yeah, 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 no, let's go Because we were latkes. wondering before the introduction of the potato, uh, what did they make latkes Is out of? Is it turnips? I'm reading off of Wikipedia here, so it might not be accurate. Okay. But it says, "quote Latkes I'm changing need, it as we speak. <laughs> latkes need not necessarily be made from potatoes. Prior to the introduction of the potato to the old world, latkes were made, and in some places are still made from a variety of other vegetables, huh. cheeses." Legumes cheeses? and starches, depending on the available local ingredients. Oh my god, I kind of want a cheese potato chive latka. It sounds terrible. It what? sounds like exactly like a baked potato. <laughs> yeah, but fried in oil. Yeah, I know. That's why I was saying to Alex that when he said it sounded terrible, I know, like, no, it sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> well, just put sour cream on it after the fact. Don't bake it into the actual latka. Oh, we made some pretty good ones. Was it last year or the year before? We when made... was yeah? Because we made latkes with you like a couple of years ago, didn't we? Did you? No, we made no, some. We made, we from, made some for, for a Bob's Burger for a Bob, Burger. Yeah, the home for the holidays burgers. I thought we did. No, maybe no. not. I think you brought latkes to D and D one night. Yes. I might have done that. Um, it sounds like some, something I would do. But yeah, it was like because it was like potatoes and carrots. Yeah, in the ones that we made. Yeah, my my sister one year made some latkes with sweet potatoes, which Ooh. were delicious. Um, but, uh, I don't know if she wants to try that again. <laughs> Apparently it was a pain. Um, That's fair. and also trying to make them gluten-free is a pain too, but. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Food. Food. Food cast. Yay. Food um, cast. holiday foods. Yeah. All right. You know what else people like for the holidays? What I else like do people more, like for I, this, the holidays? This is my transition. Damn it. Help me out. <laughs> uh, gifts. Yes. Okay. And, and, and uh, gifts, you know, every year. Kids, Getting drunk. Kids wait family. for that. Uh, kids wait for that perfect that, video game. Oh, I was gonna say oh, that God. typewriter that comes in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just you. It's just you. <laughs> it's like you and that kid that brings a briefcase to school. Oh my God, were you friends with him? Oh my God, were you him? <laughs> <laughs> no, my backpack was uh, was like a. a like a canvas and leather thing. Oh man, oh canvas. God. So let's talk about canvas Wait, bags so... in video games underneath <laughs> Christmas trees. So did the kid with the briefcase beat you up? <laughs> yeah, did where did he like... fall on the on the totem pole? Did he like take his briefcase and like smack you across the face? No, we both ganged up on the guy with the burlap sack. Oh, okay, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> That's Krampus, man. Leave him alone. It's Krampus now. That's the origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Krampus got bullied in high school for he, his sack. And then he apparently... apparently... So then he just shoved all the evil children yeah, into yeah, yeah. and took them Make to fun hell. of my sack, will you? <laughs> I'll show you what for. And now we've written another Hallmark yeah, Oh, yeah. my God. We're just, like, churning him out tonight. Yes. No, Didn't we okay. do that last year around the Christmas time? We need to, we need to just get last a bunch year, of Coke. We need no. to make a bunch of Coke and a last, bunch of laptops. Last year, yeah. But and just start churning these that's, things out. That's the Neil Breen approach to writing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he has so many laptops around in all of his movies. Well, you're writing five movies at once. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get them mixed up. Or, or when you're hacking gov- top secret government secrets. <laughs> retire. Is Neil Breen Stepping Q? down from president of the bank. <laughs> Or as president of the bank, whatever the fuck that line is. <laughs> um, anyway, 
So let's talk. Let's let's move from the buf- cartoon buffoonishness of Neil Breen to the cartoon buffoonishness of Bethesda. Is okay. what we wanted to talk about. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Speaking of canvas bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking of canvas bags, Christmas and cartoon buffoonishness. It's perfect. I just made the most perfect transition of all time. <laughs> Um, I think you ruined it by claiming <laughs> claiming that it's a transition. Anyway, um, so yeah, have you have you been following this? Clearly, you know what I'm talking about. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So Fallout 76 came out, and it's a bit shit from everything that I've heard about. Even it. the people that were hype about it say it's a really? bit shit. I thought people were liking it. Uh, most of everything, like there, there are probably some people that are liking it. But I thought Dan Herman liked it when that episode of Hermantown. I don't remember. No, he was talking about Fallout 4. Oh, he was, he was talking, talking about, about Fallout, Fallout 4. 4. Yeah. Okay, just kidding. Um, Everyone hates Fallout 76. Yeah. So, Fallout 76, um, for, for Elise and the listeners who may not know, <laughs> um, is the is the newest installment in the Fallout franchise. Um, and it's a bit shit from everything that's been said about it. Because Bethesda games are almost always buggy pieces of trash upon release. Like, when they first come out, they're always... And sometimes it's hilarious. Like, we, we get things like, you know, woolly mammoths flying through the air and stuff like this in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And people's heads spinning around and, like, stretching out in weird angles. And it's <laughs> it's fun and funny for a little bit. And everyone kind of goes, ah, Bethesda, your games are so buggy. And people kind of look the other way because, one, the stories almost always will make up for it. Like, the world and the stories that are being told in the world kind of make up for the fact that the game's a little bit broken upon release. And two, all these games are moddable. So the modding community goes in within a few weeks of release. Or hours. Or Yeah, yeah, sometimes even then. And and patches out all the major bugs, Mm -hmm. right? And then there's two problems with Fallout 76 that make those two things completely untenable. There's very little story, and there's no way to mod the game. <laughs> so things that have been problems since fucking Morrowind came out in mm. terms of like the bugs in this engine, <clears throat> because ultimately the creation engine is just Gamebryo all over again, um, just like slightly prettier. Um, and it's just has all the same bugs. And, and some new ones. And- <laughs> like that one person who couldn't die. die yeah. <laughs> Or that time that they crashed the server by exploding four nukes at once. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> and all this other stuff. Um, and so, like, every few hours, it feels like, there's, like, a new... There's a new story that comes out about how terrible this game is. And the one that I thought was, like, super petty that I wanted to talk about was this was the Power Armor Edition. Oh, yeah. thing. The bags. Oh, my God. Okay, so Elise. Yes. I'm telling you because I, I figure that Alex is knowing what I'm talking okay. about now. You don't. You probably don't know. Have you seen any of the things about the bags? No. Okay. Okay. So the the special edition of Fallout 76 is called the Power Armor Edition. It was called that uh, because one of the things you got with it was a power armor helmet. Like, so some of the special like armor from the game. There was like a a recreation of it um and like a few other things like a map and all this other stuff some figures and yeah you know standard like super special edition did um, it come with like a pip boy uh no, no i think that was fallout 4 that came yeah. with a pip boy um and and it came with a little like a fancy well like, it was advertised 
as coming with this really nice looking canvas bag that you could put everything that you could put everything in. Um, and and I think what you wrote down is the the thing that I want to talk about actually. Um, you could put everything in this canvas bag, and people spent two hundred dollars on this video game for this special collector's edition to get uh-huh. all this nice stuff. And the really awesome looking like fancy canvas bag was a cheap piece of shit nylon bag. And two hundred dollars for two hundred dollars. <laughs> now, now it wasn't just that again you got like this replica helmet you got the game itself you got like all these other things yeah, yeah, yeah. but like one of the big selling points was this nice canvas bag and the fact that it was like hey i got this you were advertising it i think as of this week they were still advertising it coming with this really nice nylon bag mm-hmm. when they knew months ago that the thing that they showed in the advertisement that is labeled canvas bag that prototype that they made, according to Bethesda, was too expensive to produce in mass quantities. Yeah, they, 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 so it was a forum, like a, yeah. like a help thing. Yeah, so someone wrote in saying, hey, why did you give me this piece of shit nylon bag? You've been advertising this canvas one. And so they wrote in, and they're like, well, we're not going to fix it at this time. These things were too expensive to make. <laughs> yeah, no, the response, oh the response was, it was too expensive to make. Like, the question was, why is, is this? this? And... Uh, are you going to do anything about it? And the answer was, it was too expensive to make, and no. Yeah. And again, <laughs> isn't this why like the Better Beer- Business this, Bureau exists? This is like... what we're getting to. So, a that happened. Okay. okay. Step. So, step one. Step two. The game has been marked down to like thirty dollars uh-huh. from, from a sixty dollar release. Wow. It was a full price game when it came out, and now it's like thirty or thirty five dollars, something mm-hmm. like that. So it's now half price. So you are now paying. We were paying essentially $140 for all the extras to go along with the game for this special edition. Uh-huh. Now you're paying essentially $170 you, for, for a shitty nylon for a bag. Shitty nylon bag. You want to know what's the worst part of that? What's the worst part of that? Because there's that, a lot more. There's but, a lot more. Is that to reviewers that got the copy. That is one of them. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of those <laughs> shitty things. And so it came out after this. So this kind of made the rounds, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And it kind of came out after this, like when it started making the rounds. Let's let's do try to do this okay, as much yeah, in do, order do as possible. Order. Apparently, there's something else that I don't. So know when this started making the rounds, Bethesda was like, "Oh, this is bad news. We should do something to try to stem this off of the tide." And so they're like, "Hey, we're sorry about. Some people are upset about getting the nylon bag." We are willing to give you 500 atoms oh, to make this up for it. Yes. The atoms are the in-game currency for the game. So they're the things that will let you buy like new skins, new outfits for your character, furniture for your house, like these sorts the of things. The things that cost the game okay. company zero, zero dollars to, to produce that encourage you to then start spending your own money. Cause like once you get in on that, buying some things from there, then you can start, then you'll probably spend more. Cause that's how these things typically work. Like that's how games like, that's why Wait, games, so it's got, it's a $30 game. That all, with also it, it was with, a $60 game. It was a $60 game. That also has in game purchases. Yes. That's fucked up. Yes. Um, okay. So he, it gets worse. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So 500 atoms from what I understand is not enough to buy most of the outfits in the game. Are you, so if you got it and you wanted to use it, you would then have to spend more real money 
to get anything nice, including, hilariously enough, the postman costume, which includes a canvas bag. Oh my god! <laughs> I will, so what is what is like the U.S. dollar worth oh of these atoms? A uh, hundred atoms is basically one dollar. Okay, so, so they get five dollars. Five dollar gift cards of in-game currency. <laughs> To pay to pay, to pay back, back for this hundred and seventy. Yeah. Okay, so then <laughs> after that, and a lot of people were like, "Don't take that money! Don't take that!" Don't because take that blood money. Well, no, because if you take it, then you're then, that, then that's compensation. Yeah. So that means you can't sue them for it. Uh. So people were kind of spreading around this information of like, don't actually take the atoms because they're like this is a case of false advertising again. As far as I'm aware, as of like maybe last week or earlier this week, places were still advertising the Power Armor Edition as coming with a canvas bag, which it does not. Um, and then after that, it turned out that they did send can canvas bags to influencers, which was the thing that Alex was alluding to. Yeah. So people actually did receive canvas bags. But only people with like, like a you, bunch of YouTube. Well, only people who viewers. have who have tremendous followings on their podcast. <laughs> Send us canvas back. We won't make fun of you. We don't even <laughs> want the game. Just give us a bag. Yeah, yeah. Just give us the bag. <laughs> Tote life. Oh my god. Okay. 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 So believe it or not, it gets more hilarious from this. Oh my god. So so people have looked. This is the most recent thing that I saw about. So this. I probably don't know it. Though. People have looked up, have found the canvas bag. Okay. Because the the canvas bag that they gave to the influencers isn't actually the one that's being advertised. Because they were like, it was like, it looks like a bowling ball bag kind of a thing is the one okay. that they're advertising. The one that they gave to influencers is a canvas backpack. Ooh. All right. Somebody, yeah, tying it back to your story. <laughs> um, somebody has found the actual canvas backpack that they seem to have given the influencers, and like wholesale, these things cost five dollars a piece if you order at least oh five hundred of them. But it costs too much to give everyone the oh canvas bag. God. So Elise, when I started telling this story, Elise wrote down on a piece of paper for our viewers at home, for our listeners at home, but you can't have video games without capitalism. That's not the font that I wrote it in. Okay, you, okay say it in the font you but wrote it But you in. can't have video games without capitalism. That's the font that I wrote it in. So <laughs> the point for all this being... <laughs> Like, capitalism is kind of sucking the life out of video <laughs> games. Like, it, it's... Like, for a while, maybe, like, the idea of this as an actual competitive industry was, was possibly um, a good thing. I'm not going to get into a debate of whether it was or not. But I can say, like, devil's advocate. Let's just assume, at one point in time... Capitalism was actually a good thing for the video game industry. I mean, okay? as opposed to like feudalism and uh, yeah, as opposed to feudalism. <laughs> I mean, Dude, sure. could you imagine video games under feudalism? <laughs> Holy shit! I would actually kind of love that. I mean, they'd all be like those Bible games where yeah. it's just like learn your Bible quotes. <laughs> they would no, no, they'd be um, they'd be like really awesome, like 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 adventure games about like fucking like saints. Like they'd be like hey, geography. Oh my god! For, no, like, no, no, it's gonna be like. Uh, 
it's it, it's gonna be like plays Saint Nicholas, yeah, like yeah. find those child molesters, find, find, find those dead protect kids, those, uh, <laughs> protect those prostitutes. Yeah. Stand stand out on this uh, pedestal out in the middle of the desert and see how long you can last. <laughs> It'd be fucking awesome. Um, their hagiography is really cool. You should look into it. It's like really fascinating stories. Um, but um, so yeah, like basically the the moral of the story is that Bethesda crapped out a game using an engine that and assets that for the most part already existed slapped on an, uh, a, a multiplayer interface that doesn't work with servers that keep crashing charges $60 base game for it at launch charges $200 for the special edition, which they then cheap out on the materials that they're selling with it while still advertising the better materials and sell like, did I mention the in-game purchases? Did I mention that? Yeah, you mentioned that. And then they take out the parts where you can actually fix all the problems with it. And that's capitalism. Country roads. Like, it's... Take me home. It's, it's literally all of the problems with capitalism. Is a microcosm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> solidified into this one I mean, cultural artifact. I mean, you can... All you'd need to find now is some kind of... Um, information about the factory that makes those nylon bags and how they've got super oh my unsafe God. practices. <laughs> so much slave labor went into these. <laughs> Holy well, see, shit. The, the canvas bags cost $5 wholesale. Yeah, yeah. The nylon bags cost 25 cents each. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know. Occasionally, you'll find a bit of a Vietnamese child's hand stitched into oh, the material. Jesus. But you know what? It's worth the extra <laughs> savings. It's the most expensive part of that bag. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Uh, but seriously, again, I'm going to go back. So so Alex's response to Elisa's question about or or uh, mocking statement about not being able to have uh video games without capitalism. Alex's response to that was Tetris. My response to that again is going to be um Dead Cells which, as a reminder, is made by an anarcho-collectivist company in France. Yeah, you talked about so, that. So, <laughs> yes, you absolutely... And guess what? They sold that game fucking completed, and it's supposed to be really good. I still haven't picked it up. I really want to. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I'm just saying. And there's people that, like, take games and mod them to completely yeah. new games. Yeah. Like, you know... Like the, the Bethesda mods, mm -hmm. like some of those can turn the game into something completely different. Like where you fight flying Macho Man Randy Savages. Well, or Thomas the Tank Engine. So even those are still within the game Skyrim world. No, I know, but I'm I thinking know. of ones that like completely create something wholesale and then they just release it for free. Why? Because they're having fun. Yeah. It's almost as if you're not alienated from your yeah. labor. It's almost it's <laughs> almost as li as if people have other motivations in life other than simply profit. I know. No. And that profit. Just profit. Profit intrinsically lowers the quality of the things that you're getting in exchange for higher costs. $200! $200 fucking dollars for a game that now costs 30 And a nylon bag. And is bag. broken and doesn't work. And a nylon bag. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just... It's... It's so... I, and I don't even give a shit because as soon as Fallout 76 was announced, I knew I wasn't going to care. Um, because I love Fallout New Vegas. 
I'm not gonna be one of these people that pretends to be have been into the series forever because I've tried to play the old games and I'm sure that they're great and I just can't get into them. But I played Fallout 3. I played the shit out of Fallout New Vegas. I was really excited for Fallout 4 and then I got to it and I didn't like the way it looked. I didn't like the dialogue system and I really hated the fucking base building. And they're like, hey, guess what, guys? More base building, dur, 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 multiplayer. And I'm like, I can't think of anything that's less appealing to me than continuing down all these things that I did not like about the previous game and doubling down on them. So I just, I wasn't interested in from the beginning. So to just kind of see this, like to watch it as an, as an, as a disinterested outsider observer, it's like, it's not that I went into this wanting for this game to fail. It's just, okay. It sounds like an interesting experiment. It's not for me, but I'm sure some people will like it when it comes out was kind of my attitude towards it. Mm. And so to now see this as an outside observer with like no dog in this fight to just see how completely things are falling apart is fascinating yeah. to me. Uh, yeah. So I'm wondering if those lawsuits are actually going to happen. I, I really don't know. Yeah. Um, and if Bethesda's, what, what, what is like their internal hectic fires I, going on? Who knows? Like, are like, they, are they on the verge of like going bankrupt it, or firing Todd Howard? I, I don't what? know. <laughs> like this is, it's so interesting to me. Cause like, it's not that it's just that it's a buggy game. Because, again, Bethesda, like, people expect Bethesda games to be buggy on release. And that's, like, whatever. You know? Like, people... Bethesda has a huge community. People will fix it. Yeah, like, like Paradox games are not going to be finished with their first right. release. You're waiting yeah, for, yeah, like, yeah. the next couple DLCs. Or and, and so, it's just the fact that it's broken. It's broken even more, as you pointed out, mm-hmm. than a lot of other previous Bethesda games have been. And it's broken in a way that it cannot be fixed by anyone except Bethesda. And it's underperforming in a way that Bethesda did not expect. Mm-hmm. Clearly, if they've been slashing prices that much, like, clearly it is not doing the business that they wanted it to do. And so it's just, I, I really am going to, I'm wondering what is happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Because if they were smart about this, they would have not expected this to like, they would expect they would have a contingency plan mm-hmm. because they have other things on the horizon. They have, um, Elder Scrolls six. They've announced that's coming out at some point. They have that maybe space, uh, RPG. I can't remember what it's called. The Skyrim and space game that they announced a while ago that they've been working on. Um, I want to call it star citizen, but that's something else. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. But anyway, whatever it is, they've been working on this other game, expecting it to come out. If they're smart, Fallout 76 was just part of their business model where, like, hey, we'll, like, we'll put out this other thing. We'll make some money on it. Like, all the Fallout fans will buy it, and it'll be good. And we'll just, like, we'll have it a little bit of extra money. Hopefully, they didn't put all of their eggs in that basket. I'm like, thinking that this was meant to be the cash engine that would feed the other games. I, see, that's what I'm wondering. Because, because this is the one that has all the microtransactions right. and all of like the that. And, and it's where kind of people like, are going to keep playing it and keep putting more money right. into it. it. And so in that, and not necessarily in that sense, but it is potentially like um, the Telltale thing that happened earlier this year, mm-hmm. where they kind of put all the eggs in um, the Walking Dead basket. And that basket caught fire. <laughs> um, oh, oh, oh! I've got more Bethesda okay. uh, news. Uh, more, hot, more shits happened. Hot since... off the one hour ago Kotaku article, 
Uh, Bethesda support leaks Fallout 76 customer names, addresses, and phone numbers. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Some, what? Some of the people submitting tickets to get their replacement Fallout 76 canvas bags have encountered a surprise. They've been given access to parts of Bethesda's support system, including the ability to open and close tickets, as well as check out customers' personal information. The loophole has since been closed, but not before a number of users on Reddit and the company's uh, forum claims to have been shown all kinds of things that they should not have been shown. What the actual fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Capitalism! I really, I really in, in, so in response, Bethesda community manager simply says in the forum, Hi guys, we've resolved the issue. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, that's, that is, that's the one hour that's old Kotaku article. This is... <laughs> This is the comic with the dog in the house and everything's on fire. <laughs> Every, this is fine. This is fine. I'm really wondering what's going to happen with them. Cause like I, and again, I say this as someone who does not necessarily want to see this, this company fail. You know what I mean? Like, or at least the creatives behind the company fail. Because I love Elder Scrolls. I, I've liked Fallout in the past. I didn't care for 4, but... That was mostly in terms of the, the, the way that the game was, like, the gameplay rather than the actual story. I didn't get far enough in it to know, say anything about that. But, like, I love things that this company has put out in the past, and I would like to continue seeing things that they create in the future, or at least these creators who I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but the invisible but hand the invis- of the marketplace the invisible hand of the is market. closing its icy grip oh upon Bethesda. Jesus Christ, man. That is, <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> that, like... Like after everything else, like <laughs> earlier this week, literally people were talking about, oh yeah, they could totally get sued for this. This is false advertising. Like this might be the end of Bethesda. On top of that, now <laughs> leaking customer information. Yeah. The fuck. <laughs> it's almost as if there's someone on the inside that's trying to make it fail. You, I don't think that's are the case. they are is there some kind of bankruptcy insurance that people take out on companies? Know. I don't know. Maybe it's just like one really disgruntled. It's just Todd Howard. <laughs> he just wants to sell Skyrim, and they're making him do other stuff. <laughs> so like, no, I'll take this company down by force. You heard, you heard about the 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 secret Skyrim bullshit in this game, right? No. Okay, so it was it was a joke for a long time because they keep reissuing Skyrim. Oh yeah, the like, joke the joke that you go to sleep in a character in a game, in, and then you wake and, up. Yeah, in Fallout seventy six, and you wake up and you're in the back of the wagon <laughs> from the beginning of Skyrim. So. At the end game of Fallout 76, if you launch a nuke, a lot of the monsters will mutate. Mm-hmm. And one of the mutated monsters is just a reskin Skyrim dragon. <laughs> it has the exact same AI. It has the exact same animations. <laughs> it is just a Skyrim dragon with a different skin slapped on top. Gotcha. Like... Seriously, it's it might as well just be Randy Savage. <laughs> it might as well just be the Macho Man mod from Skyrim. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. With, like, the Thomas the Tank Engine one. <laughs> uh, come on, motherfuckers, come on. Yeah. <laughs> come on, motherfuckers, come on. Um, I feel like there was other things I wanted to talk about in terms of, like, video games and capitalism. Because I feel like I keep... Oh, I remember what it is. What? Um... Jim Sterling had a really interesting video this week about underperforming. Okay. Do you watch Jim Sterling? No, I don't. But I know who that is. Okay. You might actually enjoy him because I'm convinced. I slowly, I thought he was like really off-putting and kind of frustrating Mm. when I first started watching his videos. But 
over time, he's kind of grown and, on me. And I think it's because he is, I think he's trying to radicalize gamers. Because almost all of the videos that he does is about shit like this. <laughs> and so the one this week, like the Jimquisition this week was all about um, like underperforming sales and games. Mm -hmm. And so it's like everything. He's talking about like all these big games are underperforming. They're still making millions. They're making, there's like, but like. But not the millions. Uh, of but millions. not the millions that they want. They're not mm -hmm. making all the money in the world. Mm -hmm. Like. And so he, um, I think he started, I can't remember which ones he talked about, but I know specifically he talked about Resident Evil 7, mm -hmm. which I think at this point is like the best-selling game in the series, potentially discounting remakes and reissues. Like, I think it made, I think it's, he said it sold something like 7 million copies, but they needed it. They were expecting it to sell 9 million copies, despite the fact that it's a survival horror game, which are never, like, going to have the same kind of market saturation as something like a Call of Duty. So to some guy in a boardroom, oh, that's a flop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was really interesting the way he was talking about it because he was putting out all these games that were, like, huge successes. Resident Evil 7, um, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, um, which actually probably was a little bit, like, it was a little bit of a disappointment probably in terms of sales. Um, I'm trying to remember what some of the other ones were because it was like really surprising names. Mm. But it was basic. Oh, no, I remember the most recent one was um, Call of Duty 4 mm. underperformed in spite of being like one of the best selling games in the franchise for like a few years and like breaking first day records or something like that. It's still underperformed in sales for what they wanted. And it's just, I don't know, I find it really interesting the way that the video game industry is going because like his thesis was basically that they're using this excuse of underperforming sales as a reason to push more microtransactions and these mm -hmm. sorts of things. And they always have the argument of video games costing more to make yes. now than they used to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, but like, I'm going to use the most recent game that I played that was a complete game, basically at point of sale, more or less, with very small exceptions, and, and that is, um, and that is the Spider-Man game for PlayStation Four. All right, I played Spy. I, I bought Spider-Man for sixty dollars, and I had a game that I played for weeks on end, and I still haven't one hundred percent completed, and I still haven't gone back and done like New Game Plus. Okay, so I'm still on my first playthrough, and I'm <laughs> still playing this game, yeah. and I love the shit out of that game. It was really good. It was really solid. It, it it had a lot of really good character moments. It was a lot of fun to play. There weren't really any major bugs that I was able to find, other than Spider-Man. Uh, um, yeah. But no, it was a really good game, and I paid $60 for it at point of sale. And then I'm like, man, I played that story mode all the way through. I want more. Oh, hey. There's DLC, there's extra added story, which I can purchase all of for like $20 and get it when, as it comes out. I'm going to go ahead and do that. I, I will like that. I enjoyed this game so much that I will pay that extra $20 to get more story and I'm getting more story and I'm getting, there's more stuff. Like there's more costumes and things that go along with the extra story bits, but it's like, I didn't have to pay specific money for like, oh man, I really want this. Iron Spider costume from Civil War. I will pay 
five dollars just for this one costume i i'm paying for the actual yeah. game yeah like that's what i'm saying and that's the, like microtransactions in games that like are right like no i agree with you yeah you know like i don't mind like i i don't mind the microtransactions in games like pokemon go right right it's where free. it's like it's free free to play that game and you, you could, do not have to do anything else with it depending on how much you want to play it. and you could like you know you could potentially kind of get by playing the game without throwing any money at it like it would be hard yeah like hypothetically but they do enough you know you can get coins by putting your pokemon at gyms and you can get coin you know you they like periodically will throw you an egg incubator every once in a while but mm. like you know i probably like every couple of months or like every other month or so i will um i'll throw five dollars at yeah. like pokemon go get a couple more egg incubators or whatever it is that i need mm. and then and especially now that it's like synced up with your google fit app on your phone so it tells you <laughs> it tells you like how many um kilometers kilometers you've walked in a week is this the the robot that tells you what to do yeah shut up i mean <laughs> but but it's a weight loss system that rewards you with cute pokemon at the end okay <laughs> and you get like rewarded for burning calories like if you burn so many calories you get like an extra 20 pokeballs or something i don't think I can get i'm that just saying phone. fucking weight watchers <laughs> listen up okay but but yeah, you know, there's a huge difference between doing a microtransaction for a game like Pokemon Go that's free, um, versus one yeah. that you already had to put down. Right, 60 bucks for. Uh, you you threw down sixty bucks for Fallout Four and or Fallout seventy six, and it's like, why are you then gonna throw another three dollars or another five dollars or another you know whatever? To, to use it. a phrase that my grandma would say, don't throw good money after bad. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Like, oh man, I'm, I don't know. Your grandma's I, a smart lady, even though she <laughs> makes fun of us and the robot that tells us what to do. And like, yeah, I'm kind of the same way. And I play Pokemon Go a lot more than you do. And yeah. so I'm more of like, I will put down like 10 buck, bucks at the start of every month to buy like egg incubators or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, Or And so it's just kind of like, yeah, I, 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 I get that. I get that. I, and I... I don't mind spending money on a game that's free, you know, or they, they got to feed themselves. They got to Yeah. They, they've got to do something with it, but it's like, if I've already spent $60 for a game and then you're trying to like squeeze me for more, it depends on the game. I suppose like there are some games like, like I spent a lot of money on team fortress Two back when I played it. I played that game pretty religiously back in college and graduate school. I also got that game as a gift from a friend. Mm. Yeah. Who I think bought it on sale for maybe $10 because this was before the game became free to play. Mm -hmm. And so I would buy like keys to open crates and I would buy hats and I would buy all these other things. But most of the things that I got from that game, I got from playing the fucking game. Yeah. Um, Something else that, like, Jim Sterling... I'm sorry, were you done with your... No, yeah, go ahead. Something else that's kind of, like, made me more favorable of Jim Sterling um, over time is he brought up the... I think it was him that brought up the correlation between... uh, Or maybe not correlation. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But the uh, um, loot crates and, like, marketing gambling to children. Yeah. 
as sort of like a he's not the one that like introduced this but he has talked about it yeah but like i mean the fucking like belgian government has gotten yeah. involved in it. i think the and the f uh i think the f the federal trade commission i think is getting mm-hmm. involved in it the ftc and they should and they should and like you really it's one thing to market like loot crates to adults but i think like marketing i don't know it's skeezy. I, I also am like, I forget which com- country it is, but there's a country in Europe where it's like you cannot, ad- you're legally not allowed to advertise to children. I, it might and be I feel Europe. Like it might be. A, just a Europe, like a general know. thing in Europe. I Yeah. And I feel like that we need to go. And we, we used to have laws like that. Um, and then they were kind of done away during the Reagan administration. Yeah. You also weren't supposed to have commercials on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but like back in the seventies and sixties. No, but they're they're. Oh no! In, in, I'm talking. Okay, in Europe. In, in, oh, yeah. fair enough. Right. Yeah. Man, what 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 a wonderful time that must have been. <laughs> <laughs> to just watch I have TV. I've been hearing a lot of my coworkers kind of complain about how like young people don't watch TV anymore, and it's like, why would you fucking want to watch TV? <laughs> it's like, why would you pay more again? Why are you complaining? Back? Why are you complaining that you're younger? I don't know if it's necessarily like... if it's necessarily complaining, but yeah, it's like yeah. I think they they're feeling like maybe a little bit alienated oh, from okay. like the younger people who come in, who is like. And they're like trying to do like the the, the uh, water watercolor talk. talk oh, uh, you watch the latest Law and Order? Yeah, or yeah. Law and Order doesn't exist. Anymore. Uh, uh, but but my NCIS. coworkers, my coworkers specifically have been talking a lot about like Dancing with the Stars and Survivor, uh. which I didn't even know that those shows still fucking existed. I'm like, whenever they bring it up, I'm like, Survivor. Uh, it's is all, this 2000? Yeah. It's all about naked and afraid these days. Right? Oh, That's actually a pretty good no, show. No, your mom and your stepdad made us watch like a, a marathon we, we of that. We watched kind of a lot of naked and afraid this summer. summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then it was funny because they talked about it on the Super Best Friends cast. Like right yeah. after we watched it. And we were like, oh, they're talking about it's naked so, and afraid. <laughs> such a weird show. It's so weird. Such a fucking weird show. I've never seen it, but I keep hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For reasons. Um... It's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's worth watching at least one episode. If you've seen one episode of Naked and Afraid, you've seen the entire series. Mm-hmm. Because it's basically just like the you've got you've got two people on the show. It's always a man and a woman. The guy is always like, I'm an ex Navy SEAL and I lift weights yeah, and yeah, I yeah. Do, I'm a professional MMA fighter. I'm gonna go through all 30 days. And then the woman's like, I really enjoy yoga and I eat a lot of kale, and then like like eight hours into the first day, yeah, yeah. like the guy like stubs his toe on a log or something. He's like, I don't think I could make it, man. I can't make it anymore. And like the fucking helicopter comes in and carries him away, and it just leaves the woman to go the rest of the time by herself. That is every yeah, 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 episode yeah. of Naked Every and fucking episode. Every fucking <laughs> Except episode. Except for the one where it's like the guy who was like the huge nerd, and he's like, I yeah. don't know, I don't know, I'm gonna try this out. And like, and his and his partner was a woman who was like an ex like Navy yeah. SEAL or something like this, and like she and got sick, she got dysentery like the first day, and he's and like starting glasses like glasses fired. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, huge nerd, huge nerd. And so like they were like because it literally was like the first day mm-hmm. that they were like the next day that this no, woman. But she got, did something really stupid. She like, did she do something really stupid. Like she, she drinks just, the water without boiling and it. And so and so the producers were like, okay. 
we're gonna give you another partner and they bring in another partner who was like another person who like clocked out like two weeks in <laughs> and he's they, like i want another try at this and so it's this other woman and like she's there for like three days and then she's gone and then the guy's like i'm gonna see but he made, he made like, it like he made he it to made the end that huge time. nerd so what you're saying is intellect i no. don't know i don't know <laughs> I'm sure it's, like, all staged. No, you know what it is? I'm sure it's all staged. I I would say this is probably one of the ones that very little of it is probably actually staged. I would would be surprised. Um, But I will say this. It's probably not intellect. It is probably the amount of calories that your body actually needs to survive. Yeah. And so if you are a 300-pound person who is all muscle mass and, like, no body fat, you are going to start starving to death, like, the second you step off that plane. (laughs) But if you're, like, if you're just, like, some scrawny little weakling, you can, like, subsist off of, like, nuts and berries for 30 days. Like, you could do it if you really wanted to. Yeah. Makes sense. Anyway, Uh. what were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about boomers. (laughs) We were talking about how boomers are, like, like, You know what? Those bitches alienate themselves. But yeah. And I will say though, at my workplace, it's not I mean the boomers the boomers get me down sometimes. But it's also like the Gen Xers um who are in this like weird stage of life. Like I have a lot of coworkers who are like in their forties and they are like, I'm still twenty eight, I'm still cool. And then, like, I talk to them about something, and they're like, dear God, I have no idea what the fuck you just said. <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm like, I'm fucking old. I'm 29. Um, what, what do you mean? What is lit? What yeah, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and it's, it's, so it's it's really an interesting dynamic. Um, uh, but, but they're the ones, they're the ones that I worry about, the, the Gen Xers. Because yeah. I'm like, our generation at least knows that the world's going to end in a car fire. Like they still have hope. And it's just like, Oh, Oh, sweet pea. Like th- there is no way out of this. The the fact that the Gen X is the one that has hope is, is... Kurt Cobain yeah, yeah. will return and save us. <laughs> uh... No, but seriously, like, I don't know. Like they're, I, I don't know. They're not, they're not as cool as they think they are. Mm. Hot take. <laughs> Gen Xers. Not as cool as they think I mean... they are. <laughs> You know, they've you kept know. their Doc Martens in the closet for these last 20 years. 20 years. They their, just... their VHS copy of Clerks is collecting <laughs> dust, you know. Hootie and the Blowfish is coming back. Did you guys see this? I did see this. Yeah. Fucking who asked? <laughs> you did. No, you know what the name of their album is? It's no. like, I we never stopped being a band. Oh, my God. Or something. Or like, that's like the big quote. It's oh like, God. we never stopped. You never started being a band. Bands require you to actually make music. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> you remember when they won a Grammy? What the fuck was that about? I, I don't even remember any... any. I don't even... I, I keep thinking... You can wear that shirt! I don't know. I, don't I know. keep thinking it's... I remember Hootie and the Blowfish songs, and then I it's either... That time that Hootie was like the cowboy on the ba- on the Burger King commercial? <laughs> or it's a turns out to be a Blues Traveler song. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I'm like, did they ever actually make music? I don't remember. I remember everyone talking about them when I was a kid. I don't remember any of their songs. It's because they got a fun name. Yeah. That's all. It's just a name. Yeah. It's just a name that some company came up with. Look, look, mother, it's an African-American, but he's not rapping about shooting guns. I feel like that was like 95% of the Blue Fish's appeal. Oh 
Oh my god. Uh, uh, anyway, are you looking up what they did? I'm looking up Hootie and the Blowfish. They're they're uh for the record, their website is hootie.com. Oh god, of course it is. Uh, How many people like are like drunk trying oh, to I find? Oh, I only one? want to be with you. Oh, that's their song. See, that was one of the ones that I think I was thinking of, and, and I just assumed it was a blues song. Oh God. Letter, yeah. Letter. See, go. I think I just assumed that those were both just blues traveler songs. Yeah, I know. Uh, only want to be with you is is theirs, and hold my hand. That was their other like big. I don't even know that. Like one. the Beatles, I wanna. No, hold no, no, no. It's uh, can I play it on? No. No. Okay. Um, if you're, want, it's like, I, it, it, it's, it's, if, it's listeners, another. if you're on YouTube, if go ahead and if look you're Hootie, <laughs> if you are, Hootie, yeah. or the blowfish, <laughs> or the blowfish. <laughs> we'll take represent uh, representatives a, from either party. Uh, send, <laughs> send us an email at some nerds. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Hold on. No, wait. Let's imagine. Let's imagine here for a second. They break up. Okay. So they, they allegedly, they never stopped being the band of uh, being a band. Let's say that they do, okay? That they take each other to court. And 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 it is a case... Are you coming up with another Lifetime movie? No. <laughs> I'm coming up with, with a, a Hootie versus the Blowfish. <laughs> Hootie v. Blowfish. Hootie v. Blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the name of this episode? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why. Also, we talk about Bethesda. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. So, so all the worst parts of the 90s are back. People are talking about George H.W. Bush again. It's because the fucking... Hootie and the Blowfish the are in the news. Gen Xers. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, Gen Xers are the worst. If they cursed like, this even, month? Even, like, more so than baby boomers in some ways. But I don't know. Maybe maybe that's too far. Maybe I need to take that it That might back. be too far. But, but uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, the, this war criminal died and everyone's on tears about it. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know what to think about that. I think it's inter- Well, because, like, I'm, you know... <sighs> I'm a huge loser, and like a lot of my friends are like big musical theater nerds, and so I've been seeing a lot of posts about like about rent. No, well about the AIDS crisis in yeah. general. Ah, you know, and and generations. Wait, is musical theater nerds just a uh, just a uh, euphemism? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? For the gays and their That's allies. Very yes. Yes. Not saying that all not, gay- not all of them are into musical theater. Some of them have taste. <laughs> oh my god, no, that was a conversation. I keep hitting you. Um, <laughs> that was like a conversation that we had like while we were making dinner, as we were talking about musical theater. And I'm like, maybe people who are into musical theater. It's like I came to this grand realization over time that like people who are into musical theater just don't have any taste. <laughs> They're just into things that are flashing. <laughs> To which I responded, you literally just described all of musical theater. And then I was like, oh my God! Because it's like, you know, people that are into it, it's like they're not just into like a specific, like the golden age of Broadway or like, oh, I really like Sondheim or like, I'm like specifically interested in- Or I like this one play and like, I don't like that play. That one's all right. Yeah, yeah. No, it is like- they like all musical, like people that are into musical theater. It's like they like all musical theater. They like Heather's. They like, you know, Heather's and Rocky Horror and that shit. But then they also like, like Beauty and the Beast and Camelot and, Oklahoma. and Cinderella and Oklahoma. Um, so it's anyway. And Aida. Uh, 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't do community theater, children. <laughs> that is that is my lesson to all of you. All of you listeners out there, don't do fucking community theater. Uh, so... <laughs> I, I want to transition into something. and I'm okay. trying to find Wait, a good segue. Trying to think of why. Uh, so talking about things that the kids these days use or used kids to use. Kids these days. Oh, um, is Gen Z all right? No. Are we, are we concerned about them? I mean, I'm more concerned about uh, millennials that are making fun of Gen Z for uh, Fortnite dances, which is not nearly as stupid as some of the shit we did when That's we were true. younger. Yeah, no, fair. So come on, guys. Don't don't pass the trauma well, down. I heard yeah. a great thing on the Super Best Friend cast before we move into this, of yeah, where yeah. they were talking about how um, the new the new series of um, JoJo is already starting its own memes with the torture dance. <laughs> Have you seen no. this? Okay. Oh my God. So there's a part in in uh, JoJo where they're in parts, in part five, excuse me, I said it's part six. There's a part in uh, part five where they're torturing this guy um, by having, like, one of their stands, like, shine, like, sunlight directly into his eye. And they're going to, like, they're going to dance until he talks. And so they put on the CD player because it takes place in the 90s. Mm. Put this music on the CD player and they're doing this choreographed dance. And so the video from it has become this meme, um, apparently, around about about YouTube. um, And people are just putting in new different music to that. And someone put in the Fortnite dance music behind it. <laughs> and on the Super Best Friend cast, they oh made a comment God. about, like, how they can't wait to see 10-year-olds, like, breaking their arms trying to, like, <laughs> recreate the, the JoJo dance. <laughs> because it's really, like, absurd. Yeah, Gen Z, they stopped eating Tide Pods and they started registering. I don't think that that ever happened. They started registering all of their friends to vote and to vote against uh, the NRA. They're all very That's pro true. gun control, you know, because they just don't want to die in their schools. Yeah. yeah. Oh god. Nice. Uh, anyway. Uh, so anyway, the- Gen Z is all right. Gen Xers can go to hell. And- I mean, I didn't say that. Anyway, um, so uh, let me just start. Let's, let's, Tumblr. Tumblr. Have you guys heard the news about Tumblr? Yeah. Fucking Tumblr. Okay. Titties are Fuck. off the Tumblr. Ah! A friend of mine pointed out, I suppose that's something about this. A friend of mine pointed out that this exact scenario is literally like had become a joke around the internet to be shorthand for things that could never happen. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's about as likely as Tumblr banning porn. Tumblr's banned porn! <laughs> Not not just porn, but like anything considered adult content. It's literally the 21st century equivalent of if pigs spontaneously grew wings. Yeah. yeah. But but here's not even the worst. Like so yeah. So did you want to talk about this? A little? I just like you know like I'm just fucking angry and um yeah Tumblr and it's like really it's screwing over artists. It's screwing over sex workers. It's screwing you know just hordes of people. Corny teenagers, I don't know who else, yeah. but like tons of people are getting like screwed over. The by only this reason policy. anyone uses Tumblr anymore, really, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know. But but here's not even the worst part. Um, the algorithm that they found that they created to find and flag, um, you know, adult content, content is, is flagging like literally anything. Yeah. Like for example, here's just one. It's a piece of artwork in the National Library of Norway that got flagged that has no adult content to it whatsoever. 
There's like pictures someone I I'm following on Tumblr where like someone did an anatomical diagram of like a hand that got flagged for it. So it's like so it's like the the algorithm is just not yeah. working. Yeah. I saw one that got flagged. It was just it was literally a picture of someone's face that had a filter around it that made like the edges of their face like spread out. Like here's a picture of like a bunch of the uh, Steven Universe of, of just pictures of Steven Universe's face. It got flagged. <laughs> just his face. Like here it is. In fairness, that is kind of an adult cartoon. I mean, his eyes kind of do look like boobs, I guess. <laughs> in some of those pictures. But uh, in really any lopsided boobs with like the nipples going in different directions. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no, it's just like this is supposed to go into effect sometime. Uh, here's a picture of uh, of Mr. Ro Rogers and uh, someone who's not Mr. Feely uh, soaking their legs in a tub, getting flagged by tumble Wow. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's promoting miscegenation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. Homosexuality, in any case, foot fetishism, all sorts of things, man. Things are getting things are getting uh, wonky, and people are are like gonna boycott Tumblr, like mm -hmm. they're gonna they're gonna log off their accounts on the same day at the same yeah. time or something like that. And I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, like they've signed their own death warrant at this point. Yeah. Unless they're planning on trying to transition Tumblr into a different market, I don't know what why. Like, what who who wanted this? Who ordered this? <laughs> it wasn't me. I don't know. Was it you? I I, I honestly don't I know. Just... And the 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 best Who post. Who are the pearl clutchers on Tumblr? The best fucking quote. Like, That's what the, I not even know. the best quote, but the I best guess, thing that I've seen I mean, about it's owned this. by Yahoo. So the best thing that I've seen about this today was someone searching, like I can't remember. They're like it was basically going back and forth between searching, like words like butts on tumblr and showing the no results found page and then searching white nationalism and then like all the pages that popped up on tumblr yeah. when you search that or like nakey on tumblr no results found um white genocide all these pages about white genocide oh my god like so fucking really not not gonna ban nazis no nope. we're gonna hey, ban but you know who did ban nazis this week patreon oh uh, apparently milo yanopoulos yanopopoulos yeah hippopotamus yeah. anyway whatever the fuck his name is uh, <laughs> that's my favorite one so far but uh he he put up patreon he had a patreon and they took it down after one day, I also saw something <laughs> like where... after like a day, they were like, "Oh wait, no, this goes against our community standards. We don't support hate groups," and nice. they just took it down. And I was like, "Thank." I think I saw God. I saw something somewhere where he's like in a bunch of debt. Yeah, like, I know. And, like, and he's not oh, yeah, able like to 200, get two million dollars or something. Like yeah, that. and like he's not able to get any speaking fees because no one will. Yes. we won't let him speak anyway. Deplatforming so, Nazis works, y'all. Yeah. Speaking of other revolutionary action, um, 
France is having a revolution and no one's talking about uh, it. Yeah, no, I've been seeing shit about this. <laughs> no, and they're fucking... They put up a guillotine in, it, like, the middle it of... It worked super well the last time. That, that putting up the guillotine, that's, like, weeks old. Like, what's happening is now true. is, like... Wait, even... so what's going on now? So, okay, so for those unfamiliar... I've been buried underneath work for, like, the last five weeks. Like, so, please enlighten me. What is it called? Like, the yellow vests or the yellow jackets yeah. uh, mm-hmm. protest? Basically, it started out as a as a protest against the the, the tax hikes that have been on gasoline or, yeah. or uh-huh. diesel in in France, which is more popular than gasoline. Um, and so they've <clears throat> it started out as kind of a, a just like a catch all like like we're not we're not right wing left wing we're just angry about this tax. Yeah. Uh, and to the point where it had people from all four corners of the political spectrum in it. Like, like my favorite meme that come from this is the one of where it's like a political compass and like in one of each of the corner, there's another scene from it accurately describing each of the four corners. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that one. Um, so, but the, the anarchists and the, the socialists uh, are, are trying to co-opt it and turn it into an actual mass movement. And they've been essentially like protesting and rioting and like they took the Arc de Triomphe and they like brought a backhoe and they put manure in front of like the office building of like the, the, <laughs> I the president. That one. Yes. Um, they've they've done a bunch of of stuff where like they're just doing what France's gonna do, uh, and I've barely seen anything of it from from the the main news sources except like there were a few things where it's like let's explain what happened and then never follow up on it. Um, but the latest news is that. Um, the the they they worked like they they're gonna get rid of yeah. the tax. Yep. Nice. Some of the protesters are accepting it. Others are saying no. That's too little, too late. We want more redistributive measures. More. So this could go on. This could turn into something big. Um, and it could also be co-opted by Nazis. This is in a, a one yeah. of those moments of history where it's like what's going to happen is kind of still up in the air. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I've been seeing people on, on Facebook and these groups that, that are like, some people are disparaging them. Some people are saying, offer them critical support. Some people are saying, we got to join this and, and mass change it. So there's a lot of things going on in France right now. Um, and I, I don't know. I just wanted to talk a little bit about it because it's one of the more recent things that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you are listening to this in France, then I'm probably completely misrepresenting everything that I'm saying, and I apologize. Yeah, I mean, you you have a firmer understanding of it than I think I do. So. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, support your local guillotine operator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> did you ever find out how they, uh, how they selected those? No, I'm still trying to. I'm on a, I'm on a historic search. I'm on a, a quest for an answer of history. And, uh, what... Have you tried Google? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of going to the local university library first. That might be more accurate. No, um, right. no, but Nerd! I... <laughs> Nerd! But, but the, um... But yeah, no. If you happen to know what qualifications you needed to be a guillotine <laughs> operator, send us an email at some nerds have an email at gmail.com. And Alex will send you his resume, apparently. Uh, what? What? I don't know. I, I just Googled how do they select guillotine <laughs> operator. And the very first post was Career Planet. You career guillotine operator. Uh, could you just send that yes! to me? Yes! <laughs> career Planet! Uh, I think we're gonna cut this podcast here, folks. We're gonna we're gonna update our resumes. And, uh, I mean, uh, oh, four hundred four page not found. No, uh, lame. I remember I remember reading somewhere where like 
guillotine was still the official means of executions in France until like 1979. 1977. Yeah. yeah. The, the last execution by guillotine was done the year that Star Wars came out. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Now, it wasn't that. done public in the streets by a mob. It was done Damn. behind closed doors like, you know, they would do with a lethal injection. But still. Still. That's crazy. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. Now, have they abolished the death penalty in France? Uh, I, I think so. Okay. Uh, it officially came to an end of, of using of the guillotine in September 1981. 81. When France abolished capital punishment. Okay, okay. But the last actual person executed was in 77. Yep. Okay. Uh, had the convicted murderer, Hamida Janboudi. Anyway, yep. we're all staring at our phones and not talking on this audio podcast. <laughs> so I think it, that's a sign that it's time for us to sign yeah. off. So, so it's uh, a bit shorter of an episode than we usually do, but like over an hour, I think is is solid. Yeah, that's solid. Fine. Solid listening time. You yeah. probably don't actually want to listen to us more. So. You actually don't listen to us at all. So you know, yeah, who that's cares? fair. So but, we'll, uh, we'll do what we want now. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> all right. So I'm Alex. We're the podcaster now. I'm Nick. And I'm Elise. And we will see you all <laughs> next time. So. Good night, everybody. Good night. I have a